Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Woo's Fuck. Hi. Where we are not live, even though we said <laughs> in the episode we just released like three hours ago that we would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, candidly, I'm doing awesome and terribly at the same time, and I kind of feel like I'm failing, but also succeeding. And I'm in a weird place today, and I haven't slept. Well, I've slept like an hour and a half. So um, this week, I... Well, last Friday, um, I really cleared out a lot of energy and I was like ready to do the thing. And I felt like I was fully embodying this energy of doing the thing, the thing being whatever it is that I'm doing. And I maintained that energy. Um, so I had five days off in a row through those five days off. And then I only had three days of work this week, technically two and a half, because Fridays are a half day. And the second I was back to work, it was like it was all gone. All of that momentum, everything that I was doing was just gone. And um, I kept trying to, like, find that energy and I could, like, get back to it pretty easily and um, everything. But then last night... I had caffeine way too late in the day. I fully admit, like, part of this is my, like, choice to have matcha at 1030 at night. Um, But then I just couldn't fall asleep, which is something I've been doing a lot recently. And I kept feeling like it's been a week since you were, like, you did a timeline jump. You did all of this stuff to step into this energy. um, And then you have done nothing. You have nothing to show for it. And I I have this really bad habit of falling into a routine of being really, really motivated and then being really busy. And I don't want to fall into that cycle again. So I wanted to be really candid and honest about this coming up for me and kind of work through it in real time with you, Lissa, and everyone here, because I'm sure that we all have those cycles that we repeat, especially when it comes to motivation. And work isn't a barrier for me, but also it's a barrier for me in a a weird way because all of my energy goes to that. And then when I get off work, I don't, I don't want to do more work. And then I'm struggling with content. That was the thing for last night that I was really spinning on was, okay, well then start making content, not the long form content. I actually really have a solid idea for what I want to do for the long form content. But the short form content, I'm struggling with quite a bit because I feel weird in front of the camera. And when you're recording it on your phone, it's weird. You're like looking at yourself so closely, you know, and um, I don't know everybody because I started analyzing videos last night because I scrolled TikTok last night until it hurt. If I'm being really honest, like where you feel like physical pain and you would really like to stop. Um. And I was like analyzing the format of people's videos and the way they're doing it and the hook and the way they're grabbing people's attention and the things that I personally, like I went through my likes and what I was gravitating toward content wise and analyzing um, what that looks like. If I were to like replicate, not steal, but like if I were to replicate, like this is the formula for video I like, not even what other people like, this is video I like. And I got really in my head about it. And then I got up at four in the morning and recorded a video 
which I said I was going to make more content and then I never did, which is a thing that I like feel bad about. And um, I actually really liked it. It was fun. It was silly. It was me being honest, but in kind of like a humorous way. And I spent like 25 minutes working on it because I've never edited, like really edited a video in TikTok before. Um, I'm really comfortable with editing on <laughs> the computer, but I'm, I've not done a lot of editing on my phone. Um, so I like was learning how that worked and it was pretty simple. It lacks some features that I'm used to, but it was pretty good. And I posted it at like 4.30 in the morning. And I feel bad because every time I've put a video on TikTok that I've like put effort into or that I really like, it has like 30 or 40 views. And that's so frustrating to me. Oh, same, dude. My favorite, I just want you to, I mean, you know this, right? Like my favorite videos, no one fucking watches. Like, especially, and I'll spend like a half hour just on timing on that editing platform to get things just right. No, yeah. And those are all the traveling videos, like the the van life videos and stuff. And no, no one. And you love those videos. I think that's I your favorite to edit so too. Much. Because you yeah. get to go through like your memory <laughs> and mm-hmm. the experience, those feelings again. And anytime that you're like excited to edit, it's that style of video. And anytime mm-hmm. that you're like, oh my God, I've got to edit. It's literally any other kind of video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then- I think... It might not be like the thing that you enjoy creating most might not be what other people enjoy consuming the most. And that's okay. But I would like to work through what this block is because I've seen you go through this a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. Do you still have mm-hmm. access to pee? Yeah, um, through until like five today. So by the time we're finished recording. Can you reach out to her? I, I actually did right before this. And I sent her that video and I was really candid about how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of how I have this like history of repeating this exact cycle mm-hmm. and the energy feels different this time mm-hmm. and the energy feels so much better and I'm noticing things in myself when I like try to embody this energy of being in the place that I want to be and it feels so good but then I have this this loop of something and that's what I like want to talk about today is what what is that loop why do I feel like I'm failing and um what what to do like how do I how do I do this I feel like I need steps and the thing is I could give someone else steps yeah but I'm struggling to give myself steps well let's start with why are you recording content on your phone? Can you do can you do everything the way that you would want to do it and that you enjoy doing it and then download it onto your phone yes. and upload it to TikTok? But it would require more effort on my part and it would have to feel more traditionally like work. There's a thing that I like struggle with is I work on the computer doing design and editing and animation and development on the computer all day. And then when I get off work, I am really resistant to be on the computer for any reason. On Thursdays, I leave my computer on to do D&D because we play virtually. But any other time, if it's the weekend or the evening, I do not get on my computer at all. 
do you not want to be on your computer or is that just a rule you made for yourself because you thought it's what you wanted? I think it's a boundary, like a hard boundary that I gave myself a while back when my office was a bad place. Mm -hmm. And my office doesn't feel like a bad place anymore, but it does still feel like the place where work happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm struggling to differentiate creating for fun from creating for work, I think, is a big part of it. Creating for fun versus creating for work. Is there anything that you're inspired to create right now? I'd like to make something with my camera. Like one of the reasons why I got the camera and made that large investment at the beginning of the year was to make content and to make high quality content. And I've literally never used it for that except for sometimes for the podcast. Is there anything that you can think that you would like to make with your camera? Off the top of my head, no. Like, I'm struggling to come up with any sort of short form content. I'm struggling to feel engaging. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that, I think we might have hit something with this. Yeah. So forget about the consumer of the content. Like, is there anything that you're inspired to make? Anything that feels like you would like to capture with your camera? A lot of the stuff that I want to make is so soft and slow. Mm-hmm. When I think of like what sort of short form content I want to make, it's like slowly pouring milk into a tea mm-hmm. and swirling it or like leaves blowing in the wind mm-hmm. and some sort of like voiceover content where I'm not even part of it. Um, And it feels like the the pieces of me like the content that I think about like what feels good to me is um sharing my experience but I'm struggling with the concept of like hey what is the category because like especially with like TikTok I want whatever it is I'm doing to be me and me authentically but also TikTok is really good at like segmenting you into a specific type of audience and a specific genre of content and sometimes I want to talk about design sometimes I want to talk about nerdy stuff sometimes I want to talk about just like being a human being like we do on this podcast sometimes I want to just post videos with music and a few like a little bit of a voiceover or something and it's not anything and I know that's okay to do but I also feel like I'm going to struggle to find that's my own There's, projections. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I can hear. So, it first of all, are we recording Patreon or podcast right now? I guess I should have clarified that. I think we're recording the podcast. Oh, hi, guys. Hi. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I was just asking. I didn't know what uh, order we were in. And the intro was the same for both. So, um, okay. Can you, when it comes to creating content, literally not create content for the consumer? And just create it for me. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why it was really easy for me to make that silly video last night was -hmm. because it was literally me talking to myself about the struggle I was having in that moment. Mm -hmm. That's that, that what I notice is the videos that really take off on TikTok in general 
they're not being recorded for the person watching. They're really being recorded for the person recording. And you can tell, you can tell. So, and I think too, like, it's really interesting to hear you struggle to make content when you're doing it right now. Like we're doing it right now. Is this This doesn't feel like work to me though. Right. But it's only because we've been doing it for what, almost two years? Yeah. And that's something else I was feeling really bad about today to just completely derail it, but it's related is, um, I was editing the podcast that went out today and I was feeling bad because I was editing the podcast that was going out today on the day it was going out, which I've done a few times now. And I'm really mad at myself about, but literally I worked, what difference does it make? I worked 22 hours in two days, literally. But why does it matter what day you edit it? Because I don't like to be behind. But you're not behind. I feel behind if I'm not at least a little early. And I feel bad for the Patreon because they're supposed to have early access. And oh my gosh, I dug through some Patreons this past week to see like what other people were doing. And it's really common for podcasts to either be a week early or 24 hours early. Mm-hmm. And they're not even getting it 24 hours early. Usually, as soon as I'm finished editing it, I put it in Patreon when it, when this happens. Mm-hmm. And then I go through and post it, like, traditionally. So they at least get it a little bit early by the time I, like, go through all of the steps. But it's still not early enough. And then I feel bad if I fall behind. And falling behind is a big loop for me if you guys have been listening to this. And what I was going to say was I I was editing the episode this morning. And thinking about how long we've been doing this. And we're only on episode 37. And then I was feeling bad for only having 37 episodes and a year and a half of recording. Why? Which is what? silly. I'm confused. Okay, so I'm, I, I want to really work through this with you because I personally am confused. You're, we're, I understand that we're not... Um, getting the podcast uploaded to the point where patrons can get it early, but they get a video cast. Yeah, so they, they get, get a whole additional like thing. Yeah. And um and it's still out on the day you wanted to have it out. Mm-hmm. And what difference does it make if it's only 30 something episodes and it this is for us. We're not doing it for anyone else. It's literally for us. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I know logically that it's fine but I have this value judgment that I put on myself as far as like productivity or comparing myself to others which I know you're going through right right now quite a bit Mm -hmm. is comparing your own stuff to what you're doing professionally oh well let's do that's a great comparison and I think we might have talked about this a little bit last week but I would love to get to I would love to be able to replicate our listens for the podcast that I produce that would be yeah, amazing. Yeah, our lessons were we're not doing anything correctly. <laughs> Let's be really honest about that. I have the ability to produce this podcast in a really professional way. I have the ability to do all of the promotional graphics, all of the promotional materials and to make this like like as if we had like a whole studio team. I have that capability. And I don't I don't do any of that. I do the bare minimum because this is for us. And um, I struggle with that guilt quite a bit. But with that effort that we put into it where we show up, we talk about whatever we want to talk about, we pivot, we change, we're constantly changing everything (laughs) about this because we want to be in flow and be good. Yeah. Um, And we have the listenership that you're 
fighting to get. Yeah, guys, shout out Story in Your Head podcast. Go give it a couple listens and subscribe, please. <laughs> and like, we're not even promoting this one. It's so funny. So I, I'm, I'm going through what you're going through, but with my job, me- meaning um, I'm just learning. I'm, I'm. Maybe we can do some, maybe we can create, well, I already have a content strategy for my job that I'm going to be implementing, but maybe we can like just keep checking in with each other about that. But um, so I find it hard, not hard, hard isn't the right word. It takes effort to create content for my job. So I can easily make like four TikToks back to back in under five minutes and have a whole bunch of content of me talking into a camera for my TikTok and then still struggle with what to create for work. So there is like a motor when we're doing something that we're passionate about that's effortless and doesn't take any energy. And then when we're trying to replicate that for something with an intended goal where our logical brain is involved, it's just different. It's different. And um, and it's so interesting how the only difference between the, the, cause I'm now, I guess you could call me a, what, what would the name of that job be? Cause we don't have titles at the company that I work for. It's just a really amazing company where there's no hierarchy. Um, but what, like social you're, media manager, I guess. Yeah, you're doing social media management, which is a whole, a whole career that people like, we have people that that's all they do at my mm-hmm. agency. Mm-hmm. And you're also doing some like scheduling and administration stuff for like the actual podcast side of things. You're creating content, which is a content creation position. So you're also the talent in a lot I of think these. That's my favorite piece is the content creation because yeah. I'm doing. Um, uh, did I talk about this already? Like a like a weekly, and that part doesn't take any effort. It's so interesting. I think just us paying attention to what does and does not take effort. So. Creating the social media content takes effort. I enjoy it, but it create it takes effort, and it and it uh, involves me trying to figure out okay, like what's a strategy here, which I'm not used to doing. I'm used to just blah 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 blah, blah post, <laughs> you know. Um, but then for the content creation, in terms of like a week by week account of me going through this workshop and creating that vlog and blog series, that doesn't take any effort at all. That's really easy. That's just fun. And I think that that's because I'm just used to sharing my experience, right? Same same way as me, because I'm just talking into a microphone and then writing an article, right? Um, but uh, we can create anything we want, right? And we can align ourselves with any timeline we wish to align with. And so let's talk about the characters we are aligning with. I think that would be helpful. So for me, it is a successful um, social media manager and content creator for the company that I work for. And I don't, I'm not going to put any focus right now on goals that I don't have any control over, meaning like followers right? Because that would be so nice if all of a sudden I woke up and it was like a thousand followers on all of our social media platforms. That would be great, but I don't have any control over that. So rather than that, what I decided this week is that I'm going to post three pieces of content to each platform every single week. And that that content is going to follow a specific, like there's three different spokes of that wheel, like different types of content I'm creating, whatever. And that I do have control over because I can for sure post three three pieces of content every single week across all platforms. 
And then regardless of if it increases followers or not, just me doing that is like, I'm successful. <laughs> I did my job. I did my job good. So um, what would that look like for you? Which could be completely different than what I just said. I just mean, so for me, I am a successful content creator and social media manager for the company that I work for. I do the best I can possibly do. And that's shown in the content that I create. And I'm not focusing on followers right now. It's just, I'm creating quality content. So what, who are you? What's your character? Well, first I want to acknowledge that if I were making content for someone else, it would be really easy and effortless for me because it's really defined. Like if someone were to say, Hey, um, come make content. Like even if it was for your company and they were like, Hey, Megan, come over here. We're going to do it like a guest week where you're like taking over everything and you have to make content for that. That would be so easy for me. This um, is the cheat code. Hold on. That's the cheat code. Because it's defined. Like I know what I'm doing. I know what is ex expected of me because I know like what I'm discussing or what I'm sharing. And there's someone else like reliant on that. So that also makes it like an, un an yeah, uncorks no, a thing for me. Two, um, I, as you were talking, something came up for me that I I know, but I hadn't like connected these two dots. We don't take pictures. We don't record stuff. I don't like do the food picture thing. I don't post on social media. I, I have like over a decade of my life that just hasn't been documented or recorded in any form or fashion. So, of course, I'm struggling to suddenly feel like, hey record things that are really mundane in your life and share them with the internet because I've I don't even take pictures for myself like we decided a, a couple months ago on our anniversary when we did like our ridiculous schedule of like what every holiday looks like to us um and stuff and like the exact dates like this is when you hang decorations this is when you put them down this is when you would need to have like a costume picked out or a meal planned for this holiday or whatever. Part of that was we decided we were going to do portraits every year. So that way, at least once a year, we have a picture because we have been together for 14 years. And I think we have three pictures together. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm 100% serious. We don't get in front of cameras. We don't do anything. We we don't take pictures of things. Like, we go places and we experience them. Like, if we're going to a concert or something, we don't have our phones out. We're not recording stuff. If so we how go, are you supposed to just make content when you're not used to making content? Exactly. <laughs> and then you're comparing yourself to people like me who all I'm doing all fucking day. Like, I just put together, I was uh, missing my partner because he was gone um, for like a week. Well, to be quite frank. This week was actually fabulous and I really enjoyed my alone time. But prior to that, he went away and I was really missing him. So I started putting together a photo album. I printed out over 400 photos from the last two years to make this photo album. So that's blowing my mind. So it's like in a given day, well, actually here we can look, we can actually very literally look. So <laughs> we're in my phone. We're just going to look since we're like looking at photos to see like, yeah, I'm just looking at how much content I have created in like, let's say since October. 
what is that, like two, 200 photos in the last week? All right. So I've got my <laughs> phone pulled up and I can, I can literally list out everything that's here. I have the two videos that I morphed together to make the TikTok I posted last night because I recorded them on my phone and then uploaded them. I have the candy corn Halloween decoration video that I sent you. I have the picture of the mushroom necklace that I got that I sent you. I have one picture from Pinterest that I used as a drawing reference for an illustration I was doing. And I have a video of my cat loving on me, which I also sent you. That is my October. Okay, so... Oh, wait, and one selfie where I was wearing the cute little plaid dress. And also, too, Megan, just so that you know, like, as a total, because I've had to go, I had to go through quite a bit and sweep um, my, in my recents, like, if you go to your, your albums and it says recents, how many photos do you have there? Or how many items? Because I have 31,608. Where do I go to get that? Under my albums. Here, I can show you. Okay, albums. Okay, I have 4,985. Okay. So that how much right, do you have? 31,608. Okay. Okay. So remember how I said I can't control like who follows us. So I'm just focusing on, I'm going to create three pieces of content. Um, I think that a good place for you to start is not creating content. I would <laughs> highly recommend you don't create content. I would highly recommend you just start recording your life. Because I was, I was recording my life for a year before it ever even occurred to me to make content. I still have, and I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast before, when I broke up with my ex, the whole, the way that I got through that is I was doing vlogs. I was doing, like I was recording myself. And um, and what I would do is I, I was like very confused and distraught because I had been gaslighting myself again. And um, I would like cry into the camera and talk and then watch it back. And then I would have advice and guidance for myself. So I'd be like, oh, well, as the viewer, I can clearly see, you know, like I can piece things together and put my counselor hat on and be my own counselor. Those videos don't exist anywhere in the world other than my phone. And I'm never going to show them to anyone, right? Like literally not a single person other than me has ever seen these photos and videos, excuse me, video, they're mostly videos. But, um, and I did that for like a year before I started really creating content. So just start recording things. And when you're having hard days, like just talk, talk to your phone and get comfortable. That was first and foremost, advice, but. Um, that's great advice. But first and foremost, I want to acknowledge that my thing that I'm like telling myself is that the best way to get through this is to like just mass make content, like live on my <laughs> phone. Yeah, that's what like my brain tells me to do is like do like um like do like a whole day where the whole day I'm just like making content like like TikToks and stuff well, to like rip what, off the bandaid. Yeah, well, right, but what it, but forget that like literally just okay. There's a big difference between recording and and documenting your life and actually mm -hmm. creating content. So, and what's really cool is that you can start creating your bank now. So you just have a bank of content to work with, but don't post it anywhere because there's a switch that turns on, right? Like when you go from, oh, look at this 
cute bread that I made that I just want to record and send to Lissa versus I'm going to be documenting this for an audience, right? It's very different. And when you just start recording and have a bank of content that isn't for anybody other than you, it's so much better. It's so much better quality because it's what you care about and it's in alignment with what you actually want to see. And then you'll have this bank of content to work with down the line once you build that up and you can splice it together in all kinds of cool ways. And what you'll end up doing is you're going to make what you just talked about. Because if you're only making content for you, what are you going to be recording? Do you know what I mean? It's going to be, to me, like leaves blowing in the wind, Yeah, you know, or yeah. One thing that's really weird for me that I've been struggling with um, quite a bit is I live alone with my partner in a house that is mostly silent because we're, we're headphone people. Um, so it is really uncomfortable to talk to a camera, especially since, again, we don't do this. We don't, we don't make videos. We don't record things. We don't talk to oh, phones. We don't FaceTime people. Like that's not a thing that we regularly do. So for me to be like, hey, hold on, we can't have reading time right now because I need to talk to this phone over here in the room. Don't listen to me. It's going to make me so uncomfortable. Just like go away. I can't record in front of other people either. I What yeah. I'll do if, if Jensen's here, like the podcast, he's, you know, asleep in the other room and I probably wouldn't care about this. But yeah, certainly- this doesn't bother me at all. Like he because right. we're so used, to, used to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I go to my car. That's why, oh, FYI, anyone that watches my TikToks, if you're always, if you're wondering like, why is this girl always in her car? It's because I live with my partner and I'm not going to record TikToks in front of my partner because I get weird and it's, I can't be myself, right? Of course I can be myself around him, but you put that third thing there in the room with you and now all of a sudden it's weird, right? So I just go to my car and then I can just not have that, wait, but there's two different you know, vantage points observing me. I don't know how to handle this. So I I highly recommend the car. I'm giving you so much advice. I'm trying really hard to just listen and not give advice, but it's it's hard, especially because I haven't had, I haven't had any counseling sessions for a really long time and I miss it. (laughs) I think that um, it's not just advice for me either. One of the reasons why we didn't even talk about this before, because normally we talk for like an hour. We didn't talk about this. I just like said, Hey, I was doing and going through something and I want to just talk about it on the podcast. So you guys are experiencing this in real time because I feel like I'm I'm not the only person that does this. Well, that's and that's setting yourself up for f- such failure though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god. I'm just thinking I'm flashing back to 2019 before I went through my breakup, before I had I was going to scroll through and see how much content is on my phone of that, but w- at least like 20 hours worth of video footage of just nonsense. And um, if someone would have handed me a phone in 2019 and said, start making content, I would be so confused. I wouldn't know what to record. I wouldn't know how I'm supposed to be like what I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Like, do I care about what I care about? Or do I care what this person I don't know is watching it is caring about? And it would just be such a daunting task that I think that that makes so much sense to me. Cause in my mind, I didn't know, like I did not understand that you're not just always making content. I didn't understand that. 
I am I, always making content for other people. Right. I get for that money. now. <laughs> now I get that. See, I only recently stepped into that kind of position. So it like, um, I just assumed, yeah, if you're making content for work, you're also making content for yourself. But I kind of got a glimpse of that the one of our more recent podcasts when you were explaining that you don't really have like you don't have a whole lot of pictures and then I went and looked at your um Instagram and I was like oh damn she's not really active on here because I heard you say that and I was like yeah but you still post stuff and then I looked I was like oh shit you're not really on here at all what the fuck it's so wild to me because I create so much and I'm such a baby when it comes to doing this professionally and you create for yourself so little and you're such a like a super boss megan when it comes to creating these things professionally so that's just a Do you really see why i get so frustrated with myself mhm because but- i like i literally spend 8 hours a day making this stuff for other people i spend so much time editing videos making animations making social graphics making like whole books I've worked with publishing agencies. I've worked with like giant ads. But they're I've done... giving you content to work with, Megan. Exactly. You're not creating their content. They're, gi- I mean, well, you are, but you're taking, they're like sending you videos to edit. I have guidelines. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. you have content to work with. Mm-hmm. You have a bank of content to work with. It's like, to me, it feels like someone's asking you to knit, or, knit a sweater, but you're not being given any yarn. And you're like, I don't understand. I can go into the yarn store and knit sweaters all day. But when I come home and I don't have any yarn, it's like I'm not making a sweater. Yeah. And in my brain, I'm like, well, you don't have the yarn to make a sweater with. How are you going to, what do you, and then you're like, I know, I'll just get an Angora bunny and I'll put the Angora bunny in my lap and I'll spin the wool from the bunny and then I'll have the wool to make the yarn so that I can make the scarf. And I'm over here just being like, or you can just go shopping for scar, like yarn, you know, shopping for yarn and then make the scarf after you have a basket of yarn to work with. It's really funny that you even say that because I have 100% looked at like how to source the materials and then spend my own yarn and then dye my own yarn. So then I could make a scarf or a blanket or whatever. My aunt actually does that. That's how I knew what I was talking about there. She literally has Angora bunnies. I don't know if she still has them, but she does the drop spin Mm -hmm. and then also dies and does all that. So I know it's possible, but um, well, my God, well, wait, if you think about that though, if you think about just for the next two weeks until we record the next podcast, focusing solely on recording content for content's sake without making it into anything, does that make you feel different? Yeah, I think so. And um, But one thing I do actually legitimately need to do as part of this is, yes, I need to make content for myself. And I'm just a baby when it comes to being like actively perceived. And I, I'm sure this explains a lot of like my stuff for you over like the last couple of years of being like, being perceived as weird. I haven't posted on social media probably more than 20 times in 10 years it's just so wild to me because you're like i know you personally so i'm pulling up your well tiktok more um Um, but other than that no um anywho but because of that and i've like developed this weird relationship with it and i've talked about it a lot on here 
um i've developed this relationship where like i can't post anything and then like i get in my head like if i were to post something it's like a big deal because hey like it's been a year hi here's this thing and i've like think about like what that means that i'm like just out of the woodworks and being like here's this thing and then i feel like people are like oh is this your like magnum opus this weird fucking drawing it's not even (laughs) like good (laughs) you know um i think that within the next two weeks i do also need to post a little bit on social media to like get more comfortable with it I don't need to do the whole ham thing that I have in my head where I'm like, it's a TikTok week. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, it's just such high expectations of yourself. But also, that's what I do with everything, though. I like know I can do it. So I'm like, go hard, go hard. And I'm like struggling to find that balance of like, be soft and be like, and you saw I sent you like a video where I like brain dumped a bunch of stuff and how many notes I had to myself that were like, slow down. Like, you don't have to do this all at once. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the podcast helps a lot with the long-form content, though. I feel a lot more comfortable in this sort of format where it's long. And you've been showing up and creating this consistently for almost two years now. Has it been almost two years? I'm trying we to We started think. in June of 2021. So it's almost November now. So like, so like a year, a year and, and a half. half. Okay. Um that that's you showing up regularly and creating content and there's videos a whole bunch of videos on our patreon that's you showing up and creating content that's you posting content so i think i mean it definitely is like a social media barrier right and whatever that means to you Mm -hmm. like in your head but um but also you're just lying to yourself like the things you're saying aren't true you're showing up consistently you're creating content consistently you're creating hours more worth of content than most people do on a regular basis for themselves. It's just all in a very specific format, right? Of like video and, and I think it, it mimics work, like your actual work, like you're sitting at your desk right now, looking at your computer. So I think that that might factor in where you like in your brain, just categorize it out as like, it doesn't exist. It's not real and you're having fun doing it. So it really doesn't exist, but what? Yeah, Yeah. it does. Yeah, it totally does. It's significant just because it doesn't feel like effort doesn't make it not significant. And I want to acknowledge that like I struggle with being the center of attention, but we jumped into this episode and I immediately talked for like six minutes straight before (laughs) you said anything. And this has all been about me and I'm totally fine with that. But if I were to sit down and be like, here's a 30 minute long video that I'm posting on social media, it would feel totally different. So that's why I think I need to, in this like two weeks where I'm going to make content for myself, um, I need to also post a little bit. I'm talking like three times in a week. I'll do like your same thing that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So let's talk about strategy then, because what I'm doing, so I don't have any strategy for what I create for myself, right? There's no fucking rhyme or reason to it. And I'm switching things up all of the time quickly realize that when you're working for a company, that strategy doesn't work <laughs> at all. So um, so I have three types of content that I'm producing. One I'm calling aesthetic, which is essentially what you're talking about. That's like, it's vibe. I'm creating a vibe. I'm maybe sharing a powerful quote with some pretty music. 
you know, maybe like a clip from the podcast that's next to something that looks pretty, like an audio clip, I mean. So it's aesthetic, right? Then I've got um, actually sharing like information, like talking about the actual Macklin method, how we're implementing it, how it's changing people's lives, maybe doing um, like interviews of testimonials of how people implement this, blah, blah, blah. And then content from the podcast, material specifically from the podcast. So I've got those three wheelhouses. And then one video from each for each week, right? Open to feedback as well if your brain goes off with ideas. But, um, But what about you? So those are my three pieces of content. So one piece of aesthetic content. And by the way, you can check us out and see me actually doing this. So like on our socials by what, what am I saying? Three posts, one aesthetic, one that is educational and one that's podcast related. What are your three pieces of content? Um, okay. I want to do one aesthetic, which is going to be really easy because we're going on a hike tomorrow weather permitting and my intention is to take my camera so we can do our annual photo shoot that we now do um so I can definitely do some videos and stuff there but um what else okay what are the dualities what are the things that I want to do let's think this out um so let's do one aesthetic one I'll call it conversation with myself. I've actually felt kind of comfortable having that conversation with myself. And then one where I talk about something I'm passionate about, even if it's dumb. Like, this is a really, like, this is the greatest album of all time and here's why. (laughs) You know? One aesthetic, one talking to yourself. What's the third one? One passion. So it could be like a video about my top five fonts and why, or um, an album, like a music album that really impacted me, or it could be my favorite food or my least favorite food, like why peanut butter is trash and like a PowerPoint presentation behind me on like the five reasons why I hate peanut butter. Now, do you think that three pieces of content going from not creating any, this is just, this is my addiction counseling Yes. Do you think that going from creating nothing to mm-hmm. creating three pieces of content is maybe a lot? No, that doesn't feel like a lot to me. Okay. Because so my instinct is five things a day. I don't actually have that number, but like a bunch of content every day for a week to rip off the band aid. And that doesn't feel sustainable or good. And this is all about sustainability. So where, so where can people find these three pieces of content? This will, is your TikTok a good place? I'm going to post them to TikTok and Instagram. Okay. What's your handle? So guys, so if you're listening to this and you want to uh, see if we actually followed through or not, (laughs) you're getting blurry again. Um, She has a camera that's a fancy camera. And so yeah, the focus is trying to figure itself out. I need to set adjust the settings on it and I haven't done that because that's work so we are going to we already talked about this last week on and by the way the reason we're not going live on TikTok right now is because uh my partner got back 
uh, into town last night, very late at like two 30 in the morning. And in order to record, I didn't even explain this to Megan. I was just like, no, we're not going live. But the reason is because in order to go live the way that we have it now, because Megan's not at a thousand followers yet is I have to keep the sound like loud, you know, and not wear headphones. And that just wouldn't be very respectful or kind because he's sleeping and I don't want to wake him up. So, um, I completely agree with that. I also love that we trust each other so much that it wasn't even a conversation. It was just like, no. And I was like, cool. Yeah. Even though like last, last episode we were like, we'll totally be live. But I think that anyone that knows us knows that you you don't know what you're going to get. So I don't but, love that, but I also admire it. Yeah, I love it. I love it personally. I really appreciate people that operate that way. So here's where you can find us. We're going to stick with one platform for now to make it easy. And we're going to have it be TikTok because we're trying to get Megan to a thousand. Um, because I would be live right now. If you were at a thousand, it would be significantly easier. I could keep my headphones on and it wouldn't be this whole like Jimmy Rig situation trying to get you in the frame. So Go follow Megan at Megaruski. That's M-E-G-A-R-O-O-S-K-I-I. There's a beautiful picture of you with your glasses and it's all orangey, very fall vibe. And then I will be posting content to the Macklin method. That's that's it, right? Yeah, the Macklin method. And you'll know it's our account because you'll see my face all over it. And that's the account I'm working on building right now. And that's where I'll be posting content. I'm actually going to challenge myself to not post content on my personal stuff next week because it's so easy for me to do and it takes up my time, effort, and energy. And I would much rather use that effort and energy towards this job that I'm really passionate about. So you will not find me on my personal TikTok next week if you would like to find me. By the time this episode's out, that week will be over. But they can go back and look at what you did. So weird with time. Did you see the God Complex post that I did? Mm -hmm. I I had never even heard of it. I didn't know what it was, but it was that girl with this filter and it was, what's your God Complex? And the first thing it landed on, like that was my first shot trying it. And it was always late. I'm always late because I don't have any concept of time and I just felt... I want to acknowledge that you haven't been late for anything with us really in months. It's so easy. It's so easy to just be on time now with this life. Like, I'm just so happy. Everything's so good. I feel like when I was living in my old hometown, everything was always so stressful. It was always a, a struggle just to be ready for anything. And now I can see and understand it was people. It's just people. It's just being around people. Like at this point in time, the interactions I have with other people, probably max like five people a week is so different versus hundreds. I think back to when I was waitressing and bartending and having like literal panic attacks before going into work. Of course I was. Of course I was. That's so many people. And I remember when I would like try to tap in and help with that, the barriers that I would put around you would have to be so thick. Mm. And I haven't had like anyone tap in and be like, protect Lissa's energy in a really long time since you moved. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, I think it's, was you, Ty, and Kara at one point. I was like calling in everyone. I was like, I need all the troops. I'm not doing okay. Like I couldn't even shield myself. I was so depleted. Yeah. I'm, um, 
I guess this is what a lot of people went through in 2020. And I can just see why it changed the world so drastically, because when you get a taste of just being in your own energy, it feels like back being in Tahoe to a degree. I mean, this isn't Tahoe. Only yeah. Tahoe is Tahoe, but it just the being in your own energy is so nice. Um, but yeah, okay. So check out check out our TikToks though, and follow Megan so that we can go live together. And we'll just I just want to hit that thousand mark so I can stop feeling like a goal that I'm failing at. <laughs> I don't care about anything above that, but I want to hit that thousand so we can do the live because I feel like I'm like holding us back because I'm not doing the things i guess that's another factor in the whole thing and the pressure wait how what Say i feel again. like i'm failing us because like we've been wanting to do stuff live on tiktok for we've been talking about this for like a year mm-hmm. and i'm just like social media is dumb i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i can't i'm uncomfortable i don't know what to do and then i never commit to it and then i'm like constantly the barrier behind us being able to do like a small thing so flash forward to this is just an imaginative exercise to five years from now and you're still not at a thousand and we're still not able to go live but we're still creating content and like doing the podcast and all that is it a problem i'd feel really bad but i also if like if if being live was really really important to us and it really mm-hmm. felt like it was something we had to do there's a lot of ways that we can do that without that barrier oh i just got a gigantic download that has such little room in my body right now because i am tired <laughs> that was interesting okay so um don't be you or here i'll be you how about that um i'm you mm-hmm. how many followers do you have let's see we're on, we're on, we're on tickety talk. Let's find you. Um, I'm going to hire you. I, you, we just signed a contract together. I'm at 864 followers on my TikTok, and I would like to be at a thousand so that I can go live. What's, and I'm hiring you to help me with that. What would your advice be? Well, post consistent yeah. content, you post have- engaging content. You have several videos here with over a thousand views, Megan. I know. Do you know? Do you know that? Okay. And then look at the one that I like actually was proud of and liked, at like sixty. Yeah, let's let's pull up my, like my most favorite video of all time. My favorite video that I've done is that silly the depression ghost? frame. Oh, the goblin! Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I was thinking it was a ghost. It might be that was depression my goblin. One you've ever done too? Yeah. Frank, will you pin that so people can see it? I unpinned it because it was so old and I was embarrassed that I was like pinning a video with like 200 views. Well, I'll pin. Okay, let's pin our favorite content to the top and I'll pin mine. Which also has equally few views. So this will be good. I'm unpinning this. I do have another objective for the next two weeks. Okay. And you were saying post-consistent content. What else? Post-consistent and engaging content that relates to the audience that you want to have. Okay. So that seems like relatively easy advice, but you're also talking to me who is you. So what's the like actual, yeah, this video doesn't even have a thousand views still. Mm -hmm. My favorite video of all time. It's a good one. You know the one I'm talking about. Is that not a good video? 
I think it is. I like it. But sometimes it feels like TikTok is like, no one hey, cares. Yeah, 248 <laughs> views on my Meet Frank. And I've got um, 659 on my, I went 5,000 miles in a van across the desert and I've got footage of the whole damn thing. We've got, okay, so I'm pulling it up. We've got, I'm going through the desert in the Eastern Sierras. We've got Death Valley. We've got Sedona, the Grand Canyon, New Mexico, Monument Valley, Snowstorm in Colorado. Now we are at uh, Hot Springs on the side of the road, Utah. 659 views. No one cares. <laughs> but then, but then me sitting in my damn car talking about timelines, 47,000. So, and I didn't get joy making that video. I just felt inspired. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I have the, what it was actually happening with that video um, is I was driving by this diner that I like parked in in 2020 when I made a gigantic life decision to not get married, right? Not have my wedding. And I was like, oh, as I was driving home from yoga, because I'm not in this town anymore. I don't live in this town, but I was visiting. I was driving by the parking lot and I was like, oh, this would be a powerful place to record a thing about timelines because that's where my timeline, one of my first big timeline shifts happened. And uh, and as I was recording it, I was like, oh, this is going to blow up. But I knew it was going to blow up, not because of even what I was saying, but because I was in the place where it happened. And there was like a weird energy vortex about that. But um, but I pinned I pinned my favorite one to the very top of my profile, you guys. And I'm not going to my Frank video. Okay. And uh, and just to clarify, because I'm being a little bit confusing here, I pinned it on all things woo, and I'm going to really work my. It's so hard. I have to try to not produce content for that page like it takes effort to not <laughs> make stuff because i'm like oh i have so many things i can just bloop but no i'm not i'm gonna pull back and i'm gonna focus on work and work content damn it brah <laughs> it was oh i got a scammer someone pretending to be me and did you get a message from someone or are they smart i didn't get a message you? but they like followed me for like your backup account Idiots, idiots. Um, I thought it was really funny because I'm not booking any services right now. Like if you reached out to me, I'm not, sorry, I'm just not working with people one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, and it was my first time getting a scammer where I was just like, wow, I really, I felt protected against it because I didn't care because I'm not even booking readings with people. So it's like, you can't even blame that shit on me. You can't be like, well, this person was pretending to be you and got my money. It's like, yeah, if you went to my website, you would have saw that I'm clearly not promoting any services right now so um that felt really good to not care a big at thing all. I just thought it was funny i don't know why this is coming up for me but like a, a con piece of content that i've been really wanting to make is well it's a series rather is i wanted to have that big moment the today is day one of the rest of my life and here are the steps that i'm going to take and then like holding myself accountable with a series like that and I've went to make a video like that for the last, well, since last Friday. And it kept being like, well, you're not doing anything. So is today really day one? You're not doing anything. But it was all about embodying the energy. It wasn't even about the whole fucking point of all of this was that it's not about me doing. It's about me being. And when you talk, so... I'm curious if people listening to the podcast can um, 
hear the difference in your voice because I know that there's a lot of intuitives and like workers of the woo which by the way if you have any desire to interview workers of the woo or have that be part of this podcast or integrate that somehow because speaking of getting yourself in too deep with creative content I said I was going to do that whole series and now I'm like I don't fucking know but there's these interviews scheduled so we could totally like cross-pollinate with that but what was my point there's a lot of intuitive people that listen to this podcast. Uh, I'm talking to two different people and like, you'll be there, but then it's like, what I would very much like to do is rip out this inner critic and just kind of like shake them in front of you and be like, who am I talking to? Cause it's not you. And I don't know if it's like a family member that's internalized or like a younger version of you or, but it's not you. That's my point is it's literally not you. And I think that because it's inside your head, it's easy to internalize that and think it's you, but you flip back and forth and the you that's you, I think is actually really excited to make content. Now I understand the blockage, the blockage, let's be real about the blockage. The blockage isn't with you making content. The blockage is with you having any type of regular practice of creating the content, just yeah. like anything, just like going to the gym, just like drinking water instead of coffee. It, t- it takes consistency, right? Of just doing anything, just the thing, whether it's taking pictures well, of your food yeah, all day like, or like anything. if you're, yeah. if you don't cook and like your entire life is like box stuff or instant stuff or frozen stuff. And then you're like, I'm going to be healthier. And then suddenly you have to prepare every meal. It's really overwhelming. Whereas I've been cooking and not doing a lot of that stuff my entire life. So to me, like, oh, an easy meal is chopping up these four vegetables and sauteing this and doing like a wham bam, make rice. And then it's like a fancy thing. But that feels really easy to me. But for someone else, that's really overwhelming because I have flexed that muscle and that is my like normal standard whereas for someone else doing more than two steps is well above their normal like status quo and Mm -hmm. i'm basically saying like hey you're suddenly really comfortable with doing this and you're going to be awesome at it and you're doing it all of the time now welcome to the rest of your life and that's not sustainable or good well, also leave room for, it feels like you have a, like a projected image of, of who you, of like your future self, but mm-hmm. I see your future self as being significantly more multifaceted than you're giving her credit for being, because she doesn't just make content. Oh yeah. I don't want to just make content. I want to live life. And that's this whole thing that I'm trying record to step it. into. Yeah. Live it. Just record it. Don't do anything different other than pull out pull out your phone. That's, that's the other thing too. Like, um, I'm certain, actually, I was going to say, I'm certain it bothers the people in my life, but I don't think it really does. Um, probably my partner is a Leo that probably makes a big difference, (laughs) but I'm just always recording everything and I'm not using it all. I'm not using it all. I have so many recordings of like nothingness. I'm going to start sending you them throughout the day. I'm just like random shit I'm recording. I think that might be helpful because if nothing, and I don't expect anything in response, but it will just be like a little, hey, are you recording anything today? (laughs) Like not to send to me, not to post, not to create anything, but just is that something that you're, and one thing that did pop into my mind is what an amazing cook you are, chef, let's call you a chef because that's what it is, that if you weren't doing anything other than documenting 
the process of what you're making when you're making it and a picture of what you made, that would be consistent content because every single day you make something. It would just In be fact, recording it. Like we're, we're doing a treat week this week where we're um, doing like, cause we were talking about like, no, 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 listen, listen, this is the opposite of what you think it is. I promise you. So um, we're, talking about theme weeks and stuff and we have a lot of ideas because we like themes and that's not new news to anybody um but one of the theme weeks that we were having because we had a frozen meal the other day and it was like oh like these have gotten better so we're gonna do a frozen meal week and we're really excited about it and i think that's so funny (laughs) for the love of god just review the food (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're already doing it anyway it's like in my mind like what we really need is i need to visit you we're gonna we're we're still gonna hyperfixate on that at some point I'm, i was listening to our podcast our recent podcast when i was traveling and i know that we talked about that if i was like i wish i could just be in the same location as you because if i were with you basically what would happen is i would just be your videographer so i would record everything and then i would give you that bank of material to work with and you would have no problem <sighs> What the fuck is wrong with me? You said you were gonna be like you were gonna be like a super helpful person and be my videographer. And my immediate brain was like, "You used to do videography professionally. You used to do weddings. Why would you have someone else to be a videographer for you? (laughs) Because you don't do it. (laughs) But why? Why is my brain like this? Like, what? Where is this coming from for me? I know it's this hyper-independence. It's got to be something in relation to that because a lot of this is you can do it, so you should do it. Well, the reason you would want me as your videographer, let's be candid and clear, you would create better content than me, you would have better equipment than me, and the quality would be just like light years ahead of the game. However, you have me at your disposal and I'm not any of those things. And you could hand me your camera and tell me to use your camera. I'm not using your camera. I'm using my phone, right? Cause it's easy and it's accessible and it's just how it's going to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so what I would do is I would just live your life with you and I would just, cause I am me. Here's the thing. This is why I'm saying, I just wish I were with you. Cause it would, it would happen anyway. I'm not thinking about doing these things. It's not like, I'm like, hold on, stop what you're doing. It's like, no, I already have it out and it's recording. So, just picture like do this with me for a minute in your brain because think about that so at the end of the week i'm sending you a hundred videos of just you existing is it still a struggle to make content no because i'd have all that available that's the missing piece yeah that right there is the missing piece you can also recruit your husband you you don't need to it's not going to be which i mean here's the thing if you have the video footage that somebody else recorded that's not up to par with your standards because it's not going to be that will be motivation for you to actually get your stuff together and record why am i so pretentious you're not you just have i care about quality yeah but one thing i actually like really truly love about like the way that you operate and the way that you do things is um first and foremost you make me rethink process when it comes to things you make me rethink like what is required and what isn't required. And you make me think about all of the things that I'm doing from a totally different perspective. Because for me, just like the cooking, oh, editing this video is super easy. It's only these 10 small steps. And it it's nothing at all. 
And for you, you're like, I can't do it on my phone. No <laughs> yeah. No thanks. You know what's really funny is I actually had a, a conversation with our editor. So we have a so for the podcast that I work for, we have an editor that we send all the footage to. And he reached out to me and he was like, Hey, I've been watching uh, your guys' social media and I noticed these videos you're making. Like, how how are you doing that? And he was talking about my aesthetic pieces. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the actual process of how I'm making those. Because he was like, Are you are you making that? how did it go like in the Instagram app? Like it's not, he was confused by what app I was using. So the way that I actually do it, nobody would ever teach you to do anything this way because it's a thousand steps, but it's just how I did it. And I don't, I haven't gone to school to do this stuff. Like I have my psychology background, but I don't have a marketing background. So um, I'm making it up as I go, but it works. And uh, the way that I do it is I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll screen record the podcast. I'll screen record, I'll be listening to the podcast and I'll hear a powerful clip. I'll screen record it. Then I'll go and record some pretty piece of nature. Then I'll open up my InShot app and layer those on top of each other, extract the audio. But then now I have the podcast audio on top of the pretty picture. Then I export that. Then I upload that to Instagram and then I add the captions in the Instagram app. Your face is telling me everything right now. And as I was telling him this, he's like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but then you get this cool thing that it's like, this is exactly what I wanted. And I just figured out how to do the steps that I know how to take to get to the final destination of where I want to be. But it's not like nobody would teach that process. <laughs> I love that for you. I really do. And I love how passionate you are. But you could do that in like two steps. You are making this so much harder than it mm-hmm. needs to be. What's the two steps? Tell me. You just Does need- it involve a computer? <laughs> yes, it involves a computer. No, thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> my process takes like three minutes. <laughs> There's a lot more steps. Okay, but- <laughs> you work for this podcast. So like first and foremost, you mm-hmm. have access to the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. high quality audio file. Mm-hmm. So you would just take that high quality audio file- and then overlay it on that video. Well, actually, I can do that now because I, so I will say, um, I do like one thing. This job, I've, they've, no one has ever gotten my full effort like this job. It's just so easy to yeah. give it my best. Like I haven't even gotten my best in the way that I'm giving this job. It's really cool. It's like whoa, and it, a big part of it is because I've just never worked for a company. That means what they say, say what they mean, and are here to offer something beneficial to the world that's actually beneficial. And the way that my brain's changing is like, okay. Remember how we were talking about 2023 is the year where we come together as a collective and we like form lasting connections with other, other people? That's what this company is teaching, right? Is literally how to form these connections. So it feels like being on the back end of the energetic shift that's taking place in 2020. It's why, or 20, well, yeah that took place in 2020, but it's wild. It's wild. And um, so I do care. And I, and I know for a fact that the person that employs me really cares, especially about like audio quality big time. And with these testimonials and stuff that I've been making, you know, I'm getting really familiar with iMovie, the Mac editing software. So I actually will try that because I do have the audio file and in my mind, it's just like, if someone's consuming it on their phone, how much do they really care about quality, you know? 
Way but, more than you think. Audio actually okay. is a really big, um, I want to say nonverbal, but it's a a means of like psychologically you can f- you determine when it comes to like content and the quality of the content based on the quality of the audio. Um, That's what Ron says. It's really interesting because the the yeah Ron Macklin, the founder of this company, says that and. And I'm like, okay, like I trust you, I believe you, but he and so he's a stickler with sound. Like uh like I'll, you know, interview someone for workers of the woo and all they'll have is like a I don't know, like a tablet and no no type of sound, like microphone or anything. And I'll be like, whatever. But for but for this podcast, it's like, no, you need to have like like external headphones, legitimate microphone and all this stuff. And it's because of that specifically. So that this is the phase I'm in in my life is where I, I, I think what happened truly is, um, it's like, okay, she's creating something here and there's a message to share and she gives no fucks about quality and she's just, you just make it all over the place and very scattered and making it work. But like, let's take her aside and put her on a timeout and give her a position where she's going to look because for a year, right. I've been saying, I just want to be able to do what you do. Like, I want to understand all the things that you do. And I'm now literally in a paid position where I'm, I'm learning and getting like a fast track lesson on how to do every single thing you do. This week was my first week uploading the podcast to, um, why would I not think to reach out to you? That's interesting. Cause I, I had a, a hiccup. That's so weird. It just, in retrospect, I'm like, that's wild that I wouldn't think to reach out to you, but I'm proud of myself for problem solving it. Um, I was in like web flow uploading everything. And there was one little piece where it was asking for the blueberry ID. And I was like, mm, I know I was taught this and I don't remember this. I remember how many times you had to walk me through before I could get it. Well, luckily we, we zoom recorded the session where I was being taken through and I watched it back. But like the way I was watching it back, it was so meticulous. It was like every two minutes I was pausing it. I was like, okay, let's follow each step. Cause I know me. And when you and I would do it, I would just be like, boop, 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 boop. And whip it together. And then it would be like, okay, Lisa, there's like five mistakes here. Let's like go back and do it slower. Um, so I think just like you, we're learning the same lesson right now. And it's really interesting. We're learning how to. Like you're learning how to have a stronger foundation with creating mm-hmm. the things that you're creating. And I'm learning to let the fuck go. Mm-hmm. It's like the same, but reverse. It's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Cause I'm we need to, we need to meet in the middle. Flow. I, I'm I'm always going to care about quality. That that's something that I'm not going to let go of. But I can let go of some rules that some white man made up in 1972. I don't know what those rules are, but I assume some of the things that I'm holding on to are some like outdated bullshit. But I will not let go of video quality making a difference based on the style of video. Like I'm totally fine with potato quality for certain things, but quality does potato matter. Quality, yeah, it just means What's bad. Potato quality. Oh, are potatoes bad? I thought potatoes are great. No, it's corn. a. It's a. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of my corn. I don't know any of the words. Something, something, something about the juice. <laughs> it's got, got the juice. juice. Anywho, uh, it's a common like gaming term about how. Um, like a game is so easy to run because it's like so 
low in quality that you could play it on a potato. And then it has kind of like cascaded into like potato quality things describing like video or audio. We're in well, different really, worlds. I get I'm that. really excited for us. I'm really excited for us because seriously, like. What a perfect I time just, for me to do this two weeks because I'm going to Seattle so mm-hmm. soon. And there's going to be, you're going to want to document that. Mm-hmm. Get get that motor running now because you're going to want to document that. And I'm just so like grateful and thankful that Robert, grateful and thankful that we're both at a time in our lives where we're able to really like whatever we're creating together, we both feel it. We know that that's down the line. We feel it coming. It's already a done deal for the life of me. That image that I see of us in those chairs, it's just so crystal clear. We're not going to get there unless I take the time to really create quality content that has a system and a strategy in place that works for me in a way that's unique and regular. And uh, what's the word? when you do it over and over again, repeatable, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Consistent? Yeah. That's not really the right word. Like, um, it's one thing to just create replicatable. Yeah. That's yeah. But, um, but to like, it's one thing to just willy nilly make something on my phone, like blah, blah, blah. It's another thing to really care about the thing I'm producing, understand how to produce something that's quality content, and then be able to do that again and again in a way where people find that engaging, right? That's what I'm learning right now. You could easily teach me that. You already know all those skills. So I think it's so funny, though, that when I was struggling with all of this, my because of course this is the way I handle it, was to go through and watch a bunch of videos and try to find the formula for how make good video. Yeah. You know the formula. You know the formula. And and you're being tasked with letting go, being in flow, and doing the very thing. Like I'm like I'm learning what you know how to do and you're learning what I know how to do. And it doesn't come naturally to to make space for me being worthy of capturing. Like my life is worthy of Like pulling out my phone and recording a video or pulling out my camera and figuring out the settings so you (laughs) don't get out of focus every time you move your arm. Like, and and I like don't make time for that. I think though, be careful with that because it's worthy of documenting and capturing even if no one sees it other than you. Yeah, I didn't say anything about sharing it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just that, like, I don't feel like. God damn it. Some of the things you say you make, I'm always going to wrap it back to food because if I were spending as much time making some of the things you make, I wouldn't, there's no way I would let that go undocumented. What's something that you made this week? Um, it doesn't have to be food either, but like what's something We can talk about that, that soup. Was, that okay, let's that talk about like the really soup. Good, yeah. Like autumn soup. So um, I had this, okay, first and foremost, I had to grocery shop like a week in advance of what we were eating because we were having like grocery issues around here. Um, And so I didn't remember exactly what it was that I was planning on making, but I had a variety of vegetables and some meat and stuff. So I made a soup that I'm calling like harvest sausage soup. And I took and roasted some sweet potatoes, onions, parsnip, um, 
carrots, sausage, and was that it? I think that was everything, right? And then I roasted that, added it into a pot with some heavy cream, or not heavy cream, with um, some stock. And then I let that cook down for a little bit so the flavors like got to know one another. And then I pulled out two-thirds of it and added in heavy cream because I wanted – I had a consistency thing. I wanted it to be brothy, kind of like a nice ramen, um, but not thin. And I kind of wanted it to be creamy, but I didn't want it to be like a dense creamy. So I took out all of the stuff except for like one-third of all of that, took the immersion blender, which is like a stick blender that you can stick into a pot. And blended it with some heavy cream. And so it got kind of like a thickness to it, but it wasn't like super dense and a little more creaminess because of that sweet potato. And it was seasoned with like cayenne and nutmeg and turmeric and garlic and other things. This was a few days ago. And then I put all of that back in, let it get to know each other for a little bit longer. And it was genuinely like it was sweet, it was spicy, it was rich both from the sausage and from like that like thickness that I added to the body of it. And it was so perfectly seasoned that I didn't even need to add like a pinch of salt, which for soup, that's like good job, gold star. <laughs> what did your house smell like? Incredible. Like sweet, spicy sausage. Autumn. It felt like picture? autumn. What? Did you get a single picture? Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't think so. I would love to see that whole process. All you'd have to do is set up your even your fancy nice camera in the in the kitchen on a little mini tripod and just hit record. Why and is my very like first lapse. thought that like my kitchen isn't nice? So neither is mine. Oh my god, your kitchen's nice than my kitchen. But like, why? Kitchen... Why was that? Because my... that's the piece where I'm like, who else am I talking to? Yeah. Do you care if someone else's kitchen is nice? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't why care. Would you care if yours is like, nice? I care if someone else's kitchen is like dirty. And I'm not talking like normal lived in dirty. Like, I wouldn't want to eat food if it was like, oh, there's shit on the counter. Mm-hmm. That would be gross. But that's about like, that's my level. Like, is it sanitary? Mm-hmm. The end. You had a harsh inner critic. I know. Where is it coming from? And I've done so much work. So, where, where is like, and I'm really good at over-intellectualizing things and getting to the source of things really easily. And this is one where I'm not sure. It feels like a, I'm so out of the woo space right now. Like I'm just very much kind of sleepy sleep in 3D, which I'm really enjoying. But um, it feels kind of like, I don't know if it actually is the energy of it, but, uh, and I'm not saying it is, this was what it feels like, like a little itty bitty, like entity attachment where it's just like, whoosh, 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 like whispering things into your ear that just aren't you yeah but entities typically are like a an echo or a whisper of like a past thing because for me a lot of the woo stuff is like a psychological like Mm -hmm. combo if you did an energy clearing you might be able to go in and see if it has a face and a name (coughs) i mean it's been a few weeks since i've done one and i'm doing big like expansive work so i really should touch in like touch touch base with that and see where it's coming from. Ooh, that makes sense too, that you're doing big expansive work, it w- that it would be um, gripping 
Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, let me stay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not ready to leave. All I want to do is live my life. All I want to do is live my life and capture it and share it with people with it being like effortless and in flow. And I don't want to be like a big social media person, even though that's like what we've talked about for an hour. But I like, why not? Let's talk about it. Why not? I want to be like, I want to be known for something outside of social media and then enjoyed on social media for like me as a person but not as like a an influencer you are known for things outside of social media yeah my first thought is like author like you know like you would follow like your favorite author for updates on their book and behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. that's literally the opposite of what i just fucking said megan I think that you have a preconceived notion about social media influencers and that it's a negative, there, there's a negative uh, thing there in your brain. It's I know so that it's confusing like to me you. too, because I'm like, get your bag, honestly, do your what brand. Like anytime I have someone that like I follow when they have a sponsorship or something, I don't care unless the company sucks, like stop using better help as a sponsor. They're very predatory, please. <laughs> That's good to know. Why is BetterHelp uh, predatory? Um, BetterHelp, so we have no no desire to have you as a sponsor. You will never be a sponsor for us, BetterHelp. <laughs> Bye. Oh, which, by the way, though, well, no, we won't talk about that um, in the future. Anywho, BetterHelp is um, tracking your data and selling it to companies, which they have in oh. their like fine print. And this isn't just like your normal data. This is your linked to your literal mental health so they can sell it to a company and be like hey they've been like doing more therapy than normal and they're like on this depressive episode and they might be more susceptible to this type of marketing if you wanted to target them fuck off better health (laughs) yeah you know that's actually one thing uh, about this company i'm just gonna rant and rave about them as long as i work for them but um we were doing like HubSpot training and we're getting trained in uh, like data collection management, right? And something that consistent across the board with every single person I work with, what we talk about is uh, like what our stand is for having other people's data and how Mm -hmm. we're using that and how we can um, not collect more than we need and how we can use what we need for what we're actually looking for in terms of finding people that are in alignment with the product we offer and not being, uh, what's the word? Predatory. Like, um, manipulative. Yeah. Specifically, mani- like, I guess predatory, but also manipulative because we don't have any desire to work with people who don't want to work on themselves, you know? So there's no, there's no like, gotta catch them all or like, gotta, gotta buy now, gotta, gotta find someone to get this thing. And that is just such a, it's such a, like, cause I know we're not the only ones like this. And I know your company is also really amazing too. So it's just so good to see that there, like times are changing and there are people out there who have access to things that might be a lot that they don't even use because they're not trying to be that way. Yeah. It's a, I still don't understand that world, the the like back end of data collection, but boy, oh boy, did I learn what's possible. And it freaked out all of us. All of us were equally freaked out and we're like, okay, well, we don't need, that's not like, mm. <laughs> but the things that you could do, yeah, are pretty insane. Definitely. They really are. And the companies are absolutely gathering information about you and 
using it in various ways that would be really surprising to you. But yeah, hey, quick tip for anyone. If you are ever on anyone's website and you are asked to enter in your email address for any reason, check out the about page of that website and read about who they are and see if that's a company that you trust. And if it's not a company that you trust, do not put your email in there. Okay, so just a general piece of information for anyone. If someone is giving you something for free in exchange for your email address, that's called a lead magnet. That's <laughs> literally what it's called, a lead magnet. So say you're like, oh, I really want this free brush set. Ooh, I really want this free spreadsheet or calendar or stock photo or whatever it is. And they're like, sure, you can have it. Just give us this one piece of information. Nine times out of 10, you are unknowingly consenting to being part of an email mailing list. They will then use this mailing list to create a workflow based on this audience gets this specific type of t like product. They opted in for this item, so therefore they are interested in it. They are in this demographic. They do this and that based on whatever other information they collect about you. And then they have automated workflows. So the second that you give them that information, it's going to trigger, first and foremost, you're going to get that email with the item that you wanted or access to a page immediately afterwards, which is called a thank you page. Um, so it's going to redirect you over to this item that you're getting for free, quote unquote, for free. And it is for free. But what they're really getting from it is your information and access to your energy and your inbox. So then they are going to use that to market their services and offerings to you. So an email address in exchange for something is fine and dandy. But please know, A, first and foremost, legally, they have to provide you with the option to unsubscribe. If they do not provide you with that option, they are violating the law. And two, you don't have to give them your email address if you're not comfortable with them as a company. You can find a similar product with a company that you might find more ethical. They're going to collect your information just like everybody else, but be mindful of where you're giving that information too. Just a small marketing minute. <laughs> the marketing minute with Megan, that would actually be, oh, Megan, you want to know what series would blow up on TikTok. But then I'm niching myself down as like no, because a marketing no. person. No, not at all. It would just be the dirty, the dirty secrets of marketing that nobody tells you. And then also those videos would blow up for sure, but they're not the only videos you're creating. So who cares if those are the only ones that get views, whatever you're still creating yeah. all the stuff you want to create. And a lot of your stuff is going to be interesting to different niches of people, if that makes sense. But um, th that's why I was saying, because like, it's not bad to give someone your email address, but check it, like really get a feel for the page because it is an energy exchange. And this is why I said, like, um, I really appreciate working for someone that sees that as an energy exchange, because here's the conversations that we have on the back end, like with this company, where I'm like, what the fuck? Like the world is changing. Our conversations go like, how do we make this valuable to this individual? It's not like, how do we market things so that we're getting sales? It's like, how do we provide quality content in exchange for this thing and what would someone consider valuable and uh that's awesome right there's lots of people out there who actually really care cool. 
because I, I again, this is one of those ways that you open my eyes to something. You brought up the email address in exchange for an item thing to join the mailing list mm-hmm. and that it was really revolutionary for you that you were like being added to this like marketing lead list, essentially. Mm-hmm. I thought everyone knew that. No, and that's didn't. why I no took the marketing that. minute to explain like a little bit more about what that is. And I think that it would be really cool now with that information as a, an awake and aware company that wants to be like energetically balanced to have. Okay. So a CTA traditionally is like a short blurb. That's like eye catching and it relates to your audience and it hits on a pain point And then well, it, people don't know what CTA means. We call to that. action. <laughs> um, so that is like sign up now or do you want 20% off your purchase? Stuff like that. Um, I think that it would be really important if you're doing something like that to provide transparency about what you're doing with their information. So yep. a lot of companies yep. do legally do this and within like a, a legally required information page that has all of the like fine print of everything. But I think it would be really cool. Say you're sign up now so we can help you like to receive this free item to help you with this problem right so let's call it uh you're a up-and-coming social media manager and you're looking around for resources on social media management and you go to a website and it says hey would you like to learn a little bit more about social media management and get our free guide to each social media platform how often you should be posting on them it's like a cheat sheet right and you say hell yes i want that cheat sheet and you give them your email address i think that it would be really cool that if it had on that page that it redirects you to full transparency thank you so much for joining our mailing list we will be sending you a series of five emails where you can learn a little bit more about our company, what we have to offer, how we help you. And we're really excited for you to be part of this journey with us. However, if this doesn't sound like something that you want and you just want this free item, that's perfectly fine. Here is the unsubscribe button right here. Opt out immediately. I think that would be really cool. So the, and this, I think this is also something that's really needed in the world right now, because when you help educate people, like when I say during this HubSpot training that our jaws were on the floor with like all these tools, like what the fuck you can do what with what now, you know, like it's really eye opening. And these are all people that work in the company, right? So I'm positive that the Joe Schmo of the world do not know what is happening with their data or what's possible. It would be beneficial because it's going to help people protect their energy and protect themselves and only engage with companies that they actually feel in alignment with. What you can also do, I recently made a TikTok video where I was like, yo, post solutions. If you have a problem, post a freaking solution with it. I actually, there was, I think one person I triggered with that. that I, I remember seeing their comment. I was like, because the, the comment was, because they're just complaining about problems. They don't have solutions. Otherwise they wouldn't be making the video. And in my mind, I'm like, that's so counterintuitive. Why would you just complain about a problem with no solution? That's like literally giving your energy away. That's like saying to the universe, drain me of all my energy, please. Willingly. That's so wild. But my point is with your marketing minute, you are blurry again. You can, there we go. She's here. I think you just need to keep raising your hand to establish dominance to the camera. Um, I need to set it to face tracking is what I need. Oh, well, you can present a problem. 
marketing minute, you present a problem, then you present the solution. So this is the, and you know, so much, don't get fired. Oh, you know so much, you know, so much um, about the dirty nitty gritty underbelly of marketing. Expose it, expose the world. I am. Um, Do it. I want to add something to that as an alternate perspective in regards to like problem and solution. I think that it's really, really important that if you do happen to have like a growth experience to be candid and honest about that, if you are being candid and honest about the problem. So what I mean by that is like what we're doing right now where we're like, hey, I'm really excited about this thing. I fucked up. And we're really honest about like what we've learned along the way. And that's really cool. But I also want to like kind of look at it from another perspective in which sometimes content is for consumption and not for education. Sometimes it gets really, at least for me, like if every single piece of, and I also love learning. So obviously a lot of my social media stuff that I do follow ends up being like science or something in STEM or learning a new thing or this really cool tactic to achieve this or like a really cool tutorial. So I'm constantly consuming educational material in some form or fashion. And sometimes you get fatigued and you just like want to watch a cat cry because he doesn't have his mouse or something silly like that, you know? And um, it can be really overwhelming to feel like those moments of relaxation for you are also some amount of like education. Like think about when like you're like having a bad day and you get on TikTok and it's like immediately calling you out on this childhood trauma thing that's impacting your adult life. And you're like, well, but do damn. You, like, like I, to I totally understand and agree with that completely. But that's also like, there's a thousand different ways to make, and mind you, to each their own, right? If you're, if you're intuitively and just naturally guided to make any type of content where you're just complaining about a problem and you have no desire to present any solution, that by all means, create that shit, right? Because that's, that's you. And, uh, and my hope is that you would be confident enough in what you're creating that you wouldn't let anyone, including me, sway you in that. Um my thing is like, and I understand like, but there's a, a whole, like you could easily make content that's neutral content. Like what, what I mean is I see people giving their energy away in these videos. It's like, it, it's like you're seeing it drain out of them. Like if I'm seeing someone just going off and off complaining about something and they don't, are you frozen? So we're on the Lissa show right now, apparently. But my point is, is that I think that when people are complaining about problems and there's no possible solution in their mind and I'm watching them just complain about a problem, what I'm seeing is someone give their energy away and become disempowered and feel powerless about something they don't see a solution to. And so as I watch that, I feel sad. And then I also feel like my energy gets depleted and that's all. But there's a ton of neutral content anyone can make. And if you just want to vent, by all means, go for it to each their own. I hope that everyone does what they're guided and feel intuitively led to do. Hi, I'm sorry for whatever <laughs> awkward ending that you just encountered, wherever editing Megan had to cut that off, if editing Megan even is able to, because this recording might be gone. However, um, I lost internet for 30 minutes in the middle of a really powerful and great episode. And I, 
I'm gonna close out this episode with with Lissa. We're we're back together. So first and foremost, I want to acknowledge that we were literally talking about in that episode me making content for myself. And then I faced the possibility, which is still currently active, that this really cool episode that was really impactful and powerful for me and really helped me work through things might be gone forever and was, in fact, just for me. And I'm really (laughs) grateful for that experience and that mirror from the universe. (laughs) Thanks, universe. So if you are hearing this, that means that the episode is not gone forever. And that's really cool. Um, and if you're not hearing this, then this is also just for me, and I'm glad to be making content for myself. Hey, it wouldn't surprise me if this ends up being just for you, which is all good. And, um, oh, that, that means you won't get to watch back all the awkward silence on my end where, and then I literally just zone out for 20 minutes playing with this gummy thing that I have in my hand. You'll probably edit this out, but I I probably won't. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, for the love of God, please edit out. Oh, the, like the, the 20 minutes? Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely do that. We'll I see what that looks me. like. And we are, oh, and you know what? Full circle moment. If this actually airs, either way, we fulfill our promise because either it doesn't. We are air. live right now. Yeah, we are. We are live on TikTok. So as that went down and I was just sitting here and I was twiddling my thumbs and playing with this gummy worm literal gummy worm i was like well i might as well just go live since i said we'd go live and now i'm just sitting here waiting so we are live on tiktok right now yeah ha jokes on you <laughs> we actually did do what we said we're going to do which is awesome mm-hmm. so if you're hearing this thank you guys very very much for listening to this episode and holding space for me because i know this was a very megan centric episode and i'm really proud of myself for letting it be I love you, Megan. I hope you take up all the space, all the space, and don't feel one bit bad about it. I hope that you guys are all having a wonderful day, and we will be back in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.